Today on The Breakdown, we're going to talk about a spot that you're just in a lot as a poker player. You have a really big hand. You have pocket aces. You're up against one player, and the flop is relatively safe. But of course, they can always have you if you don't have the nuts, right? They can always have you. And so there's a bunch of questions that come into play right away. Number one, how do you get max value? But also, how do you minimize your losses the few times they do have you? How do you handle that balance? And then, by the way, as the other player in the hand, if you were to flop something very, very strong, how do you get value against some of these stronger hands? How does this all work? We're going to talk about it right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. It's getting old. You used to, every time you would say, ah, it feels much longer to you than it does to everyone else. It's not that long at all. It's, it's very, getting really old, fast. man. <laughs> you can't possibly satisfy the audience. That's the problem. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you saying? I'm saying that if you don't do the pause, everybody's like, do the fucking pause. Yeah. If you do the pause, everybody's like, dude, stop fucking doing the pause. <laughs> that's you anyway. Yeah, that's I'm, the audience. I'm the audience. <laughs> As of now, I'm the only one who's heard this opening. Okay, yeah, but by the time... This is out. But all we have is now. Haven't you seen that bumper <laughs> sticker? I have not. We're doing this podcast into the abyss, basically. It's just like we're uh, holding microphones up to our mouths like fucking idiots. There is Nobody's ever going to hear it. There is a chance, by the way, that no one will ever hear this, right? Yeah. There's things that could like happen. The internet could go down forever. The earth could explode. Yeah. Um, or just we could get banned from, you know, the internet. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think we're going to get banned Shit from the internet. Shit could go down, man. I, I don't think our podcasts are going to get banned from the internet. I mean, you say that now. Sure. I hope they don't. Did the dinosaurs see those meteors coming? Probably not. They didn't have... They weren't like... They the dinosaurs... Have, what? What did they have? Apple CarPlay. <laughs> they didn't? <laughs> no. Because you know that because you were there. I, I've, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It okay. was a different brand. It wasn't Apple. <laughs> it was Android. <laughs> <laughs> it was super weird. Yeah. Super, yeah. super weird. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, so... A lot of philosophical questions in your opening there. I mean, it's. I think this is a really good hand just for um, all the shit that goes down in no limit cash games. It feels like every time you play, you see a hand that sort of plays out like this. Not exactly, but like where where at least the the hands are similar. Not necessarily the decisions because we're gonna watch Garrett Adelstein, Adelstein, excuse me, um, who I should have mentioned in the teaser actually, um, who's you know, a fan favorite. Um, have to navigate this. Yeah, on live at the bike in a big cash game. A thing that's interesting for a guy like Garrett in trying to navigate when opponents do weird things is his reputation is well known by all of his opponents. Yeah. He's known as kind of a crazy guy who's willing to put in an aggressive action at pretty much any time. And that frames not only how his opponents think of him, but how he should react to his opponents. And it makes it different than if you're just playing avatars online and you don't know who it is. It's all anonymous, right? Mm -hmm. It's like there's, there's a, a deviation from what the solver says or what GTO would say that has to be based on reputation. Absolutely. And, and that's a big part of it has to be a big part of almost every decision that Garrett makes, right? Because he at this point is one of the more well known cash game players in the world. Yep. And he has a particular reputation. He sure does. Yeah. Which is why it's awesome that he gets to be the guy with aces. When you're that guy, yeah. you get, it's like Tom Dwan having aces kind of. You know, it's like, how the hell does that guy have a hand? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's always a super weird question, but yes. Like you know, he has the same amount of time as everyone else. But, right, but, but I understand he, what you're saying. As far as frequency of hands he plays, it's less frequent that he has aces than other players. Yeah. But he still gets it the same frequent. I know. He still gets it one out of 221 times like I everybody know. else. I'm aware of that. But I understand, yes, what you're Not saying. Not when he's in the blinds, though. It's a little bit less when you're in the blinds, right? 
You of get, course, it's like less. one out of four hundred in the also. Play. Also, you get queens less than aces actually, which is weird. You'd yeah. think it'd be the other way, and it's not. Yeah, but you get jacks a little bit less than queens, but nobody wants jacks anyway, bro. So it's better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enough of this weird joke thing we're doing here. Why? That's what we're. It's kind of what we do. Is it? That's what you do. Oh, well, yeah. What do you do? I'm my own guy. I do my thing. I'm walking around. I clean when I feel like it. You clean, you clean when you feel like it? Is, is this you like defending not showering for a long time? There was, there was a tweet that I read today. <laughs> I'm mostly ignoring you, but it also was a, it also was a response to you. Um, there was a tweet that I read today by actually a guy who you like. I think it's Jum. Is that his name? Oh, yeah. Where um, there was a photo, and it was a photo of a little bottle, and it said, like, Marie's dessert sauce. And it was, like, white chocolate sauce or yeah. something like that. And his tweet was, uh, I'll decide when I use the sauce, Marie. <laughs> 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 I just, you know, yeah. he's in control, you know. And then I think he did. Then I think he replied to his own tweet. And says he says at least from now on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, good stuff. Yeah. So I'm like jump now. I clean when I feel like it. I I walk around when I don't. I just don't understand why you ever said I clean when I feel <laughs> because like it. I wanted to Grant okay. because I'm living my life my way and you're trying to put the reins on me, bro. Don't put the reins on me. Are you don't just... tread on me, bro. So basically. This is being recorded before we go to the World Series yeah. of Poker. You're trying to advocate for me not making a big deal about it when you don't shower for a week. Yeah. <laughs> don't make a big deal out of it. Be your own person. Okay. Stop trying to live my life and live someone else's, okay? You son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. That's a reasonable point. All right. I'm ready to move on. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> so we got Garrett in this hand. We also have an unknown player named Aram Zobian. Cool. Um, who's, I've never seen him before. Uh, he's got $20,000 in from him, give or take, right? He does. And we're playing 25, 50, 100, a three blind game with a 100 big blind ante. Okay. And uh, our friend Aram, oh, I, I should mention this is suggested by Alex Klaus. Yes, it, you should mention that. He's like, uh, what the, what's happened to you? What's, You're so busy trying to control my life. <laughs> are you doing Seinfeld voice? I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Alex Klaus has been around with us for a long yeah. time, man. He's, yeah. he's a long time guy, and we appreciate you, Alex. You, of course, suggested this on Twitter, included a YouTube link and a timestamp. I just want to say one thing. I don't, I don't appreciate, Grant, you, including me in the we appreciate you. Why don't you just speak for yourself? What is wrong with you? You appreciate him. That's fine. You know how I feel. Are you going through a teenage rebellious phase? <laughs> You're not my mom. <laughs> I am um, not. That's correct. I would like to say, Alex, I appreciate you. Speaking from me, and Grant wouldn't know how I felt, but I'm telling you, I do appreciate you. Grant happened to be correct that time. This is, a, this is a nightmare. <laughs> this is just a nightmare. Oh, yes. I'm getting a glimpse into what it was like to try to raise teenage Jonathan. <laughs> I was fine as a teenager. It's, yeah, I'm sure you think that. <laughs> I do. I do. I was wonderful and smart and funny. Okay. Just like today. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yep, good. All right. So, yeah, Aram yeah. Zobian. Okay. He's under the gun in this hand, which is a bit later position than normal because there are three blinds. It's plus one, really. He's got $20,225 in front of him. Got seven, eight of hearts. And he's one of those guys who's going to open that hand under the gun. Sounds good. Going to make it 300, which, you know, feels a little small for three blind game with a big blind ante. But I guess that's what the kids are doing these days. Everyone's opening smaller these days in cash games than they used to. And, you know, if you listen to our podcast, you can hear the evolution of us being like, this is really small. Yeah. To like, are they doing this? Is this like normal to us being like, people are saying it's normal. And now we're like, yeah, I guess this is what they do. Yeah. And soon we'll be like standard. You know? I guess. So I yeah, guess. so 300. It might change back quickly. Who knows? We'll see. 
Garrett Edelstein, I believe is how you say it's it. Edelstein. It's either Edel or Edelstein. We don't know. We know the Stein is we got, not Steen. Thank you to whoever tweeted us what, how to pronounce his, the second half of his name. Yeah, why didn't you help out with the first part, though? <laughs> that would have been nice. Anyway. Anyway, he's got 65, uh, excuse me, 65,000 in front of him. A little cough there. Um, and he's got the dream for an aggressive player. Two aces, obviously the dream for any player, but mm. even as an aggressive player. It's nice to be Garrett because he is plus one here, and it looks super strong to three bet plus one. Yes. But if you have a, a crazy reputation like Garrett, and he does three bet plus one with a lot of hands that are not aces, you can profitably do it with aces, and it probably feels real good. Oh, yeah. I, you mean, know I mean, everyone's doing it profitably anyway, but yeah, but he's probably more profitable than almost everyone else yeah. in this game, right? Right. So he makes it 1,100 with cool. his aces, folds back around to Aram, who flats with a yeah. seven eight of hearts. Should he consider folding? I don't think so. I think they're just a little too deep. Yeah, I mean, 200 blinds deep. Yeah, he's still going to have like a 19 to 1 stack to pot ratio. No, 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 that's not true. Sorry. He's going to have like a, a 10 to 1 or yeah. not 9 to 1. Well, he's going to be out of position. He could consider folding, actually. The thing is, it's Garrett. Um, so like we don't need this as strong. Yeah, a, one pair, uh, one pair could continue. be good. We could con- decide to continue or in hero with a one pair hand. I think against certain players, we probably should fold. I mean, if it was a tighter range, I think we should probably just fold this hand because we're out of position and the yeah. stacked pot isn't great enough. Against Garrett, it is okay to fold because you're out of position, but it's it's fine to call to. I think I think a fold is probably optimal, is my guess. But whatever. But if you had 30k, it's a call. Oh yeah, I think yeah. it's that close. What do that you think? That seems that seems about right to me. Maybe even 40k. Anyway, I mean, it can't be that bad. It's 800 more dollars. There's already you know what 14, 1700 in the pot or something, 1600 yeah. in the pot. You're getting like two to one. You're closing the action. You have a reasonable hand. It can't be that bad. You're deep-ish. Well, okay. If you want to go live that breakdown life yourself in flat out of position with a 10 to 1 SPR with 7 8 suited, you could do that on Nitrogen Sports Poker Room. Dude, you said so many, so much poker jargon there. I didn't even know what you were saying. It Basically, was like, what I'm saying is get the fuck on Nitrogen Sports Poker Room, oh. you guys. I want to be one of those dudes, one of those, the spies who say to like the spy nerd, English, please. Can you give us that in English? You know, the way they do that after the yeah. guy says some like highfalutin uses big words, he's like frequency. <laughs> All right. So you're like the Jason Statham brute, brute character who doesn't yeah. understand stuff and like works on old cars. And then there's like <laughs> the guy at the computer who's like, I believe the target has been acquired. <laughs> yeah. And Jason Statham's like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Is that some sort of nerd jargon? Yeah. Can you translate that for me, please? Yeah. To layman? Yeah. All right. So we're, I'm going to do that the rest of the show. <laughs> Sounds great. So far, you've been killing it. All right. Nitrogen Sports, tell them about it. Hey, it's a site. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> and it's a site where they, you can play poker. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. It's, it's happening. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess it happened. I guess I have to do the ad now. No, I got it. I got it. I got it. I can okay. do this, man. It's a site. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You can't do it. He, isn't, he, isn't, he doesn't have it. I got it. I don't think he has it. All right, I'm going to do it. No, 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 let me do it. <laughs> I'm doing it. Nitrogen Sports Poker Room. It's a Bitcoin-only poker site. That means a couple things for you. Number one, it uses Bitcoin. Number two, it's really great because if you win our Poker Guys monthly tournament, which is, by the way, a pretty sweet deal. I'll tell you about that in a second. You get your money in 90 minutes when you withdraw it, which is pretty sweet because even the other sites that use Bitcoin make you wait a couple days. Jonathan is still laughing. He needs to get his shit together. We're professionals. I'm not laughing, man. I'm crying over here. We're professionals, Levy. Oh, God, We're professionals. It feels so good. I'm glad you feel it feels good. so good to laugh like that. Tell him about the tournament. Feel alive. 
Uh, it's over. It's too late again. All right. So I'll tell you about the tournament. So we have a tournament the last Sunday of every month. We have a 100 millibit guarantee. It is a 0.1 millibit buy-in. That means the guarantee is 1,000 times the buy-in. We've never gotten more than even 90 players. So that means you're getting a really good deal when you buy in. You should probably do it. You're kind of dumb if you don't do it. Get a nitrogen. Use the link in the description or else you don't get access to that tournament. Get you some poker. They also have sports betting. They also have casino games. Jonathan, are you back with us? I'm back. All the things Grant said. Did you talk about the quick in and out with the money thing? Yeah, I sure did. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> That's good, too. Bitcoin, poker, nitrogen sports. Everybody go. Yeah, you've been very helpful. Okay. <laughs> tears streaming down my face over here. I love this, doing the show so much. <laughs> I'm glad you're happy. I'm like Kit Harrington with Game of Thrones, you know? It's my entire life right now. <laughs> okay, good. Don't, okay. Get, don't get depressed if we get canceled. Oh, yeah. That is problematic. All right, anyway, let's... Uh, We're let's... going to have to jam a lot into the last season to, like... Exactly. Get all the plot tied yeah, up. Everyone's like, they really rushed those hands at the end there, you know? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. A, all right. So we've got Aram Zobian with the seven eight of hearts having called out of position. Oh, yeah. Where Garrett three bet the aces uh, to 1100. There's 2475 in the pot. The flop is a really good one for Aram. It's king of hearts, eight of spades, eight of diamonds. Jonathan is still on his problem times. So I'm going to do some analysis. All right. So it's fine, man. I can do this. I'm so fine. Aram I'm flops the trip eights. Yeah. It's a pretty sweet spot. He's I mean, supposed to have a lot more Kings than eights in his range. So Garrett should feel pretty good about it too. Absolutely. Garrett should, Garrett should love this board. Definitely. He's not blocking Kings. Kings are a totally reasonable part of uh, Aram's range. Yeah. Aram's going to check. It cool. would be weird to lead. Yeah. Especially on a King high board where Garrett has ace King a lot more than Aram does and aces. Uh, Garrett's going to bet 1K in a 2475. Seems pretty standard. Sure. All right. First decision. Do you like a raise or a call for Aram here? I think against most players, I like a raise. Against Garrett, I like a call. Because? Because Garrett doesn't have it a lot and will keep firing when he doesn't have it. Yeah. And uh, Garrett is, you know, if we check raise, now we're going to tighten up his range to good kings, aces, and... Hero calls with jacks and stuff like right, that. Right, which are going to fold later. Like, I think we do better when he has, you know... Like, I don't want him to fold ace-queen. I want him to put a lot of money in with ace-queen, and he's the kind of guy who will do it a lot. Yeah. So I don't see why we wouldn't check call. We can have jacks here and check call, and he can still try and blow us off the hand later, you know? Yeah, no, I, I agree with all that. Um, I, all, I think against any player who knows what's going on, I think check calling is probably the better line with any hand. I think this board is not a board you're supposed to check-raise when you're under the gun and plus one, three bets and you mm. call in the king eight, eight board, like you're not really supposed to have that many eights just as a range based thing. You're probably not supposed to check raise this because you would never check raise King Jack or something like that. You never would. If you had um, King King, it would be a surprising check raise because now you can only be, there's not too many combos of ace King left. Right. You're just and hoping for aces. Yeah. Basically. Just aces. Exactly. And like, by the way, you might've four bet that pre anyway. Yeah. So you make a good point that, this is reasonable. Although against some some players, I mean, against a player who's not going to really understand range based stuff and is definitely going to have a really tight range here that includes mostly aces and ace king, like you should just try to build the pot right away. Also, that, that's just more of like a pragmatic approach versus like GTO approach. Though. Sure, sure. I mean, there's also the like there's a lot of players who will like have queens here, bet once, and never put another dollar in anyway. Yeah. So like against them, you're not getting any value by calling. You're just giving them free shots at making. Uh, a full house. True. You know I mean, so like check raising is better. Not, not that you're trying to deny equity to them, although you might as well deny a little bit of equity to them, but you're trying to get, you're trying to get max value from the times they, they can continue in the hand because they're never going to put another chip in when they can't anyway. Yeah. 
I agree with all that. So, yeah, I think in general you're supposed to check call against a, a competent opponent, mm-hmm. and it's an exploitative play if you ever check raise this hand or, or this board at all in, mm-hmm. in any situation like this, Sure, seems. And uh, Aram does just call. Seems, seems right to me. And, of course, Garrett has a very good hand. Oh, yeah. Um, basically one pip worse than, than Aram's hand, but we would expect Garrett to bet this flop with a lot of hands and continue with a lot of hands as well, to your earlier point. I mean, I would expect Garrett to be betting almost 100%, if not 100% of his range, yeah. right? except maybe like exactly queens and jacks, which he might bet anyway because he's Garrett. He probably right. is betting those two. Yeah. And I mean, Garrett's got so many hands here. He's got hands like queen jack here sometimes. Oh, you know. Yeah. He's got four or five suited and stuff, right? Right. And he's got so much. seems crazy to try and to, to raise right now. What a dream spot if you're Aram. And by the commentary, you can tell that this is the first time Aram's playing on live with the bike. And, and, uh, Ryan Feldman is kind of talking about like, ah, welcome to live with the bike. Aaron, you get Garrett on your left. That sucks. But it's so great to have Garrett on your left when you know Garrett's reputation and you flop this well and you're like, this is so easy. Yeah. I, I know what he's going to do. Yeah. Like, I just hope he doesn't have Kings full, but whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Right. Like, it's fine. Like, you're, you want to get it in if you can find a way to get it in right yeah. now. And like, if he has you, he has you. It's fine. Right. What a dream. Anyway, pot's 4475 now. Heading to the turn. Okay. Uh, I didn't write down the turn card because I'm... The, the turn new. is... Is a low card of some sort. It is the five of clubs. I told you. The turn is the five of clubs, people. Everybody should have known that. So, yeah, this never affects anything unless Garrett has five five, which I guess is possible. He can have five five, but we just can't worry about that. Is yeah. It? Like, whatever. We're trying to max out our, our hand right now. So the plan is clearly to check if you're Aram, right? It would be bizarre to suddenly bet. If we're going to suddenly bet, we might as well have check raised, right? I mean, yep. so. All right. So if you're Garrett, you're thinking this is a pretty good spot. He's yeah. got a king a lot of the time. Absolutely. And it doesn't matter what his kicker is or if he hits it because the board is paired. So it's like an incredible spot for aces. Yeah, yeah. You love this spot. Yeah. You're like, you're trying to dodge what you think two outs on the river. Right. Basically. So you're assuming, as Garrett, Aram's range is pretty well defined to mostly being a king, right? Like maybe he has a pocket pair every he once can, in a while. Yeah, he has sm- his smaller pocket pairs than the king for sure as yeah. well. Um, but like whatever. Also, you're Garrett. Maybe he'll call with jacks twice. You maybe. know, we should, be, we should keep betting here. We would bet all our bluffs. Pretty much. Oh, not all, but we've got a lot of bluffs here as Garrett. We've seen him do it over and over. It seems crazy not to bet aces in this spot on this board. So let's take a moment here and think about which hand should Garrett be worried about being behind with aces on the turn. Like, we mean, what's he losing to? Yeah, that are possible for Aram to have, assuming that Aram has relatively traditional ranges. Okay, Um, fair enough. Well... I don't think we would we would expect Aram to have very many eights at all, right? Like he doesn't really have ace eight. We block ace eight. Um, I assume if it was ace eight, anything would be ace eight suited. I don't yeah. know that he'd call a three bet with that, even if he was opening. I wouldn't yeah. expect that. There's probably at most two combos of ace eight suited. We may able to, we may even block all the combos with our two right. aces and two eights on the board. So there's that's a very very small issue. Other eights that would be in play seven eight suited, I suppose. Seven eight suited, nine eight suited. Right, um, which those is, would be the only ones you'd really ever think he could. That's have. just an, a total of four combos. If he can even really have those, by the way, but it turns out he can. But we may not know that. It's so there's spirit. four combos there. Then there's one combo of eight eight. Sure, there's um, there's a little bit of king king, but not a lot. Yeah, not too much. Uh, and there's a little bit of five five. I guess he might. Yeah, have he might five. just fold that on the flop. He might, but he might call once. But it, yeah, at most, it's, I Gar- him, it's Garrett. He might call once. I give him like one combo of five, five. Okay. I don't know. So basically it's like around five to seven combos that we're worried about as Garrett. That's incredible. Right. And if you think about all the hands that we want him to have, King, Queen, King, Jack, King, yeah. 10 suited. 
if he can have that, right? Right. Which he might. Yeah. He's got eight, seven suited. I guess he can have king, ten suited. Um, jacks, queens, yeah. tens, nines, right? All those hands, which he really might call more than one street against freaking Garrett. Oh, yeah. I would. If I had queens, I would not fold the turn against right. Garrett. So, right. I mean, king, queen alone is 12 combos. Right. And so what a deal. Right. Even if you want to just say the suited kings, which I don't know why we would say that against Garrett. Garrett Garrett's probably getting close. I mean, maybe just hands. king jack suited, but king queen for sure offsuit, right? I don't know. I don't know if you have king queen offsuit. Like some people are going to fold that, some people yeah. are going to call it that. But even if it's just the suited kings, it doesn't matter. It's still more than enough. If we're giving him 7 8 suited, we're probably giving him king queen off. That's. F- I mean, 7 8 suited is not a trouble hand in the way that king queen off is. True. Against a, against a 3 bet plus 1. I mean. Yeah. I mean, that's true. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what he's doing with that, but he he might show up with it. But even if he doesn't, if we just give him king queen suiteds, there's still what three, three of those and three king jacks and three king tens. That's already nine yeah. reasonable kings, let alone queens, jacks, tens, yeah. nines. Yeah. Well, so, by the way, we didn't even mention ace king, which he absolutely can also have. We right. block it, but come on, there's yeah. still uh, what six combos of that as well, right? Yeah. So this is like such a slam dunk. We we can get value from so much spot for right. Garrett. And Garrett. Garrett decides he wants to make sure he gets maximum value, set up basically a pot-sized river bet. He bets 5K into 44.75 yeah. on a turn. Yeah. So this might knock out pocket nines and hands like that. Yeah, it might. But he's just like, if you got a king, I want it all. That's basically Garrett's plan mm-hmm. here. And the thing, this is something we're seeing more and more. The tiny, like we see this, Sam Green would do this a lot in tournaments, and a lot of players doing this now. The tiny bet on the flop and then the over bet on the turn, like... This is cash, I know, but still, yeah. like we're just seeing this more and more of like, uh, like it's almost like I bet so small on the flop that you almost have to call, and then I blow you off everything on the turn. Right? Yeah, and it's really hard to know how to respond to that a lot now when you have medium strength hands. Sure, because like you don't want to call the time, but if you fold all the time, you're just going to be losing extra money, you know, because you're putting in extra money on the flop and then folding constantly. So it gets weird. It does, it does get weird. So what do you want to do as Aram now? I mean, right. The initial plan is like, okay, we're calling, calling, calling. But Garrett bet's so big, and we have 18K totally bet 5K. I mean, it wouldn't be unreasonable to basically move in here, right? It wouldn't, but I think it would be a mistake. I agree. And the reason why I think it's a mistake is because of two words. Garrett. Yeah. It's Garrett. Like, he still doesn't have to have it. You know, and he absolutely is the kind of guy who can still go all in on the river without having it. Yeah, with Ace Queen or something like that. Absolutely. Like... I don't know why we wouldn't want to give him a shot to like try and knock us off. Like if we call here, okay, we have a pretty strong range when we call here now, admittedly. But Garrett's the kind of guy who sometimes will go for it anyway. Right. And like if we have King Jack, we have to call. If we have King Ten, I think we have to call. If we have Queens, well, Queens is tough when he bets this much, but I think we probably have to call with Queens too. He could be targeting all those weaker, like he could be targeting a huge amount of our range here on the river by betting our final thirteen k or whatever it is. We've right? seen, we've definitely seen Garrett. Maybe now, maybe, maybe he's adjusted, but like I'm thinking particularly about that hand against Dan Zach where he bluffed and was like, and Dan Zach called and he's like, "Damn, he always calls me." Yeah. You know, like we've seen Garrett like. Be aware of his reputation, yet still go for it. Yeah, you know, so that could happen here. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think it's just you have to give Garrett. A, Garrett has a strong hand. Garrett has aces or ace king. You're going to get it all in on. Well, you're going to be able to get a big better than on the river anyway, right? He's going to bet the river, of, assuming a, a bricky card comes. Right? Yeah, he just is. And I don't know what cards aren't really bricky here, except maybe a king, which could scare him if he has aces. Um, but okay, or an ace could come if he's got like king queen or something. But whatever. Um, besides that, like. If he's got if he's got Ace King, you're, another bet's going in. So there's no reason to, to get it in right now. And like you just want to give those all the bluffs a chance against this guy. 
Yeah. This is, as you were saying, it's the dream spot. Like for both players right now, they think, right? Right. Here it's like, I'm getting so much value. My reputation really helps me. And, this, and Aram's like, because of your reputation, I'm just going to keep letting you do this. And like, either you have it or you don't. And like, the only things that check back here are like some medium strength hands. Like maybe a bad king checks back, fine. You know, but like, that's it, right? So you think um, if Aram just calls here, which he does. Yeah. And I agree with it. And so do you clearly. And it's about a pot size river shove, shove if a shove comes and, a, and the king pairs and Garrett shoves. Do you think Aram should call? Knowing that it's Garrett, of course. I think you have to call anyway against Garrett specifically with a hand this good, but I don't like it at all. It as would Aram. suck because it looks like you have a king as Aram. I know. I know. But I think against Garrett, we just have to call with the, with the bottom, with a full house here. I think yeah, you just have to. Probably. I hate it. And you know you're going to lose a fair amount. But, you know, if he shoves, what, 13K, it's going to be 13 into, like, 14. We, he has to be bluffing, like, one in three times. Like, it's Garrett. It's possible he's bluffing at least one in three times, you know? That's definitely true. So I think we just have to give him... I don't know how often he's... Really, I don't know. On this board, in this run out, he may just give up a lot. I'm not sure if he's giving up or not, you know? But... Because it's Garrett and he does enough weird things, I just feel like you have to like close your eyes and throw the chips in and hope it all works out. I think. What do you think? I admit, this is a tough spot. I think that's a really tough one. Yeah. I, I might know. talk myself into a fault. Yeah. But it sucks. It sucks to have to do that. Because it looks so much like Aram has a king, then Garrett goes for it anyway. It's like, yeah, Garrett just has a king all the time, right? That's what it would feel like. You know what you could do? Um from Aram's point of view, I don't know if you want to do this, but if you're, if you're considering like you would actually fold if a king comes on the river, you could lead a king instead because now it looks like you have top full house. Garrett can't raise you without having it. Yeah. I think. That's true. You look like you have a king the whole way and now you lead the, king, yeah, you lead the, the top full house on the river. He's never going to feel like he can bluff you there. True. So then if he raises, you save money because you don't have to call it off. I don't know if you get value from the bluffs, but I don't know if, if, you, if you're afraid there aren't enough bluffs... Or are you afraid you're going to get bluffed off the hand, I should say? I'm afraid Garrett wouldn't bluff on a king. So maybe you can profitably just check fold. Maybe. It's like you a could terrible, be right. it's a terrible card it's to bluff. It's a terrible bluffing card. I agree. I agree. Especially when you bet 5,000 on the turn as Garrett. It's like, well, yeah. now you have a king almost always, right. right? Maybe you have queens once in a while, but most of your, mostly you have kings yeah. here, right? Yeah. Anyway, that's not what happens. Right. So Garrett bets the 5K on the turn. Aram calls the 5K on the turn. The pot is now $14,475. Aram has 7-8 suited. The flop was 8-8 eight, eight king. The turn was a 5. There is a turned club draw, but that doesn't matter, and I'm lying. There is not a turned club draw. There is no draw of any kind, except for, you know, potentially a straight draw, but nobody's got that, obviously. Hey there, Einstein. You want to give that to me in English, maybe? No. Okay. Just yeah. trying that out. Yeah. Yeah. Did it, how did it feel? I feel like it you didn't pull it off. As, no, yeah, it wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. The Einstein, I thought was really going to land, and it didn't, honestly. No, it didn't work. Those guys, those, those actors don't get enough recognition. You know, They don't get enough appreciation, those really famous actors. I mean, sometimes the lines that are the hardest to deliver are the ones they make look okay that were terribly written. You know the Russell Crowe gladiator story? You know about that? No. Uh, so Here we go. There's Let's that. I might have already told this on the podcast like a year ago. But there's that, you know, line from the preview of Gladiator that's like a famous line where he's confronting the emperor for the first time, showing the emperor that he's alive. He's like, father of a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, and I will have my vengeance. And after the movie came out and they won all the Oscars and stuff, Russell Crowe's like, yeah, that line was terrible, but I'm the best actor in the world, so I made it good. <laughs> 
Okay, maybe that line was good and Russell Crowe just has a big ego, though. I'm just going to put that that's, out there. Uh, that's another possibility. <laughs> yeah, but that's what that's Russell Crowe said. Yeah. Which yeah. I think is a pretty good story. That's pretty good. Yeah. Anyway. Back to the hand. All right. 8-8 eight, eight, King, 5. We got 7-8 suited for Aram with the trip eights, Garrett with the pocket aces, and in big trouble. Yeah. Rivers of Ten of Clubs doesn't complete any sort of draw. This is where things get a little wacky and weird. As Aram, it seems like the normal thing to do would be check and hope Garrett just goes for it all, right? Yes. And if he doesn't go for it all, you put the rest in. Yes. I think that is the standard play here for sure. Instead, Aram bets, and he bets 1,200 into 14,475. Aram started the river with 13,3. Effective. Is this necessary? Is this good? Is this better than a check in any way? I think is the thing that's been going through my head. Like, yeah, that's what I've been thinking about too. Because it like seems kind of cool, but is this actually better than a check or is it maybe even worse? Right. So I think the question is this. We've talked before about how um, players, ourselves included, have like a certain click or response to certain, yeah. certain bets, right? So Aram is hoping that Garrett's going to see this $1,200 what looks like a blocker bet. And... Um, and not be able to resist jumping on it, basically. Yeah. Like, like if Garrett was giving up, he's going to see this and feel like, oh, well, now I can't give up. Right. right. Now, I have to, now I have to blow him off the sand. <laughs> Maybe. Right. Um, the question is, is that true? Is Garrett like not able to help himself in this spot where it really looks like this guy's got I a I think Garrett's hand? too good for that. I think he probably is. So if Garrett had a bad hand here, you think he'd just fold? I think he... I think this gives him the opportunity to fold where he might be more emboldened to bluff versus a check. The thing is, like, betting 1,200 looks pretty weak, right? It looks like it you does. have something, of course. I mean, it looks like a blocker bet. So. It looks like you got king-queen and you're just trying to set the price. King, king-nine, king-jack yeah. maybe even. Like, yeah. He's like, I might be, I'm probably behind a lot, but I don't want to get in trouble. This is maybe where Aram really benefits from being new to the game. So Garrett really doesn't know much about this guy. Yeah. So by putting out that blocker bet, Garrett may feel like, I have to treat it as a normal blocker bet instead of like as like uh, inducing kind of a thing. Like if Dan Zach does it, I'd be much more concerned, right? Right. But it's or same. Oscar Ng, right? Um, those guys have plans for all that stuff. Yeah. Does this guy have a plan? He may not. Like I see guys blocker bet all the time and have their plan is ah, I fold now because I got my information. You know, because it's an actual blocker bet, right? Yeah. Um, this is not a blocker bet. This is clearly an inducing. This bet, is yeah. Right? This is an attempt to induce. So I guess the ultimate question, yeah, is does this induce against a player like Garrett better than a check would. Right. Because we've been talking all along about how this is just like a, you check three times and hope Garrett puts it in. Right. That's clearly the plan, right? Yeah. Against a guy like Garrett. And I don't know. Is it, I guess Aram estimates that there is the click war response in Garrett and that Garrett's going to have some shutdowns with ace queen here. Cause he's like, ah, he called five K on the turn. He's really just not going to fold. I will say calling five K on the turn is really hard to then try and bluff the river against. Yeah. Right. So, that would be uh, that is a concern. At the same point, we didn't raise the turn because we're like we got to give him a chance. Although this is one of the ways of giving him a chance, I guess, to bluff, right? Is right. to put the tiny little bit of chum in the water and see if the shark comes. And we're only talking it. about the bluffs because it seems pretty obvious that Garrett's going to effectively move Aramin if he has ace king or aces anyway. Well, we should talk about that too. Okay, if, so you, know. you think you think Garrett would check back aces if? Oh, Aram- I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know that he would check back aces. I do not believe he would check back aces. No, I think Excuse he me. would. Of course he would not check back aces or ace-king. Yeah. He's betting them both for sure. Yeah. He's, with ace-king is losing basically to only king-10 in his mind, right? Right. So, so Aces are not losing to king-10. To that end, what I'm, what I'm saying is that Aram's 
bet is entirely about Garrett's bluffs. It has nothing to do with Garrett's value. Well, it may also be, though, a way to try and get all of the money in instead of, like, Garrett betting half half the pot kind of uh, thing on the river. Because Garrett may be like, well, I can't bet too much now if he's got ace-king. Yeah. Because I don't want to blow king-jack off the hand. And if I bet again, it, it may fold. King-jack's now even losing to two tens and king-ten and stuff like that. So the 1,200 gives Garrett the license to move in with aces and ace-king versus a check? That's what you're thinking? I don't know. I mean, aces and ace-king... I mean, aces... Yeah... I guess so. Now, now it is clearer that like he's. Um, I mean, you know he's weak, and you feel like any raise is sort of a. I mean, any raise is going to be taken the same, and so you want to get max value. What do you mean you know? Bluffier. What do you mean you know he's weak? I'm sorry. You believe he's weak because he's blocking. Ah, obviously he's not weak. Right. But but that would be your your guess as Garrett, right? When he bets twelve hundred, he I looks would, weak. I would think he's probably got a king. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably. I would guess King Jack. That would be, be my first immediate guess is King Jack. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. So there's two questions here, right? There's a question from each player's side, really, right? The first question is, like, we're, we're attacking right now is, do you make more money checking or betting 1,200? Yeah, and I think it's mostly about the bluffs. But maybe there is something to... Garrett would bet, like, half pot with ace-king and aces, but when Aaron bets 1,200, Garrett feels like he can go all in and get called by a king sometimes. I don't know if that's really true. He's but if it's Garrett. a blocker bet, you might yeah. actually be folding a king. Exactly. Like, it looks like you're trying to jump on the blocker bet and you want the call, but you're also... Like the whole point is he might really fold because you yeah. would be jumping on that when you're bluffing right. sometimes. And yeah. So maybe, you, I don't know. I don't know. My ultimate thought about this bet is that it's like a little bit cheeky and looks cool, but isn't actually, it doesn't actually have much value versus mm-hmm. a check. I don't, I can't say if it's worse or better though. It might be like very close, very close in it's, value. It's possible Garrett just cannot help himself against a new player when this happens. Maybe. But I don't know if Aaron would even know that. Right. If he watches live at the bike all the time, maybe he does, but maybe. I mean, he knows a whole lot more about Garrett than Garrett knows about him, right? We know yeah. that almost certainly. Yeah. So that's so that makes this bet maybe a slight have a slightly higher EV than I'm assume than I would have guessed, knowing assuming that he's like watching the show and knows things and Garrett about Garrett. Right. But okay. I think it's close. Okay. So we've kind of sussed out what we think Aram's intent is here. Yeah. What should Garrett do in response? He's got aces here. Remember, yeah. it's a king eight eight five ten board. So. King 10 is not a problem for him. Even if Aram had King 10 suited, that's right. still losing to Garrett because right. he's got aces up. So should Garrett raise or call? Garrett should raise. Because there's just not enough hands that beat him? There's very few hands that beat him, and he's Garrett. Right. And his, his reputation is such that he would jump on this sometimes as a bluff, right? Yeah. So perfect. Like, let's get called by all the hands that are blocking because they're... Like, you know, there are people who do block. We saw Max Martinez do this back in the day against Philomath. Yeah. They block with a hand like King Jack to induce a raise. Sure. Or not necessarily to induce a raise, but, like, once they get raised, they realize they've induced it and still call with top pair, you yeah. know? So, like, I think I think it's crazy for Garrett to just call 1,200 when he, sh- he should be going for the whole enchilada here. I think you're probably right. I mean, he's still losing to basically the same combos that we outlined on the flop and or the turn, I guess it was, which is, like... Six to seven-ish combos. Now, maybe there's a little bit of pocket tens, but that might just be a fold on the turn. Yeah, and there's a little bit. Fine. Like, but still, like, you might as well go for it because because Aram has so many more one-pair hands than he has hands that beat Garrett. I mean, yeah. It seem, it just seems absurd to let Aram decide that we're only putting 1,200 on the river when we're, when we're destroying his range. Yeah. It just so seems crazy. Should it be a shove or should it be a less raise, a lesser raise? I like the shove because you're Garrett specifically... Yeah. And like people are going to give you a little less credit for having it and a little more credit for like making a move on a blocker bet. I like a shove. What do you think? I think I do too. 
Yeah, I think this is a spot where it's like, okay, baby, let's use that reputation and get paid by a king. Yeah. Like, it's kind of unlucky if this guy folds a king here, you know? That's too bad. Yeah, but, like, if I... Re- you also got to think as Garrett, if I make it 7000 or make it 13000 it's probably not yeah. going to be... I probably get almost the same amount of calls, but I get $6,000 more every time he does call. So, like, feels like it feels like a shove. Yeah, I think it's I think it's right to shove. And that's what Garrett does. Good. And, of course, Aram snap calls. Aram snaps, which is good. Yeah, if, if he if, if he tanks on this, it's like, oh, this guy's no good. Yeah, this guy is no. This guy's just like but snap calling up. makes me think like, oh, this guy's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. like insta calls, and Garrett knows he's dead as soon as he gets insta called. Yeah, like he's like, oh, you're supposed to think. Yeah, yeah. I wanted you to think for a minute and a half and then call. Yeah, that's what at I least wanted. look sad for. I need I need you to at least take five seconds before you put the chips in for me to have a chance, right? Yeah. Like if you, when you snap call, it means you've got minimum trip baits. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So overall, I think I like. Literally every decision Garrett made in this hand. Yeah. I think I like his sizing in every way. And I I like the way he made the decisions and how he used his reputation. It just so happened that the guy had one of the very few combos that beats him here. Mm -hmm. And I think Aaron played it pretty well, too. I just like I'm still unclear about if I am okay with the river mini dunk or if I think it's check is better. I want to let's let's just double back for a second on Garrett's sizing a little bit. Okay, So he ends up having kind of um, awkward sizing on the turn because he's trying to set up a river shove, right? Yeah. So he bets more than the pot on the turn and that's set up because he bets small on the flop. He down bets the flop. If he doesn't down bet the flop, he doesn't have to have awkward river uh, turn sizing. True. So I think that's I think I actually think he should bet a little bit more on the flop so he doesn't have to bet so much on the turn. Because he's going to blow of, some hands away on. But the it's turn. the type of flop that you bet small on. It's king eight eight. It is so like you're, that's absolutely right. You're just supposed to bet small on that flop, right? But then on the turn, he's like, "Well, I want to give myself a chance to get it in. So now I'm going to like stop thinking about board based stuff, and now I'm going to just work on like stack based stuff, right? That's what yeah. It's the switchover, and I under, so I understand why he's doing it. I just worry that like you're going to like you're going to lose some hands that you don't like if you bet fifteen hundred on the flop instead. You can bet like what thirty five hundred on the turn instead of five thousand. Um, it's much more comfortable a call for two yeah. jacks or two queens. Now, doesn't mean we're probably not going to be able to get in all in with those hands anyway, but we get called more often on the turn by those hands. But if you're Garrett and you take these lines all the time, yeah. it doesn't really matter. This right? is fair. This is fair. You're right. Like people don't know what to do when you bet really big on the turn suddenly, yeah. and you have to have it sometimes. So that's true. Right. So I think it's fine. Yeah, I guess you're right. And I, I actually like, I really like the 5K on the turn because like Aram can't fold a king. He's super king heavy. Right. It's a sweet spot to bet 5K. I Agreed. think it's really good. Agreed. Yeah. Just unlucky for G-Man. Sorry, G-Man.